0: This is Brother Mouse. I thought I wouldn't have an opportunity to do any more shows in the short term, but my school district that I work in has a snow and ice day today, so I thought I would uh, devote a little bit of my uh, spare time to Hacker Public Radio today and help out. The show I'm doing today is one of the recommended shows, and it is on what is on your MP3 player. I'll start out by saying that I have a long, long history of listening to things on the radio and recorded devices. Um, when I was a child, I used to go to bed um, with an AM radio under my pillow, and I would just sit there and listen to those far away signals, particularly at night, you know, how they can propagate along ways, and, and uh, they have that kind of coming in and going out ghostly sound to them. Plus, you could always hear the most you know, craziest conspiracy theorist folks late at night, so I always enjoyed that. Uh, When I was a little bit older, I started listening to old-time radio and CBS Radio Mystery Theater um, on AM, and I just loved uh, hearing radio drama. This would be in the early 70s um, that I was listening to old-time radio, and then by 74 or so, CBS Radio Mystery Theater came on board, so... I also collect all of those. I have all 1,400... Uh, nowadays, I have all 1,400 of the uh, CPS Radio Mystery Theater shows and about 50,000 old-time radio shows. I'd say the best of the old-time radio stuff is probably Gunsmoke, which is just fantastic writing. Broadway is my beat. is very dark and noir and edgy for the 50s when it was done. It's just an amazing series you can download lots of OTR, old time radio, um, off the net because most of it was done in the 50s and 60s and wasn't covered in a normal sense by copyright at that time. After the uh, Recording Act of 1974, a lot of stuff uh, became copyrighted and and trading and downloading that is problematic. I was listening to uh, old time radio uh, basically as a way to have something to entertain me while I worked or drove or did housework or worked in the yard or what have you. but about uh, around 2000 or so, I got a little USB radio, which uh, had some freeware software that you could use to program and record. Basically, it was like a little DVR for radio. So I started taping shows that I knew I would like and listening to that, and that started to eat away at my OTR listening um, then, once podcasts became widely available, um, I would say that you know ninety five percent of my audio listening now is uh, podcasts. I think podcasts are wonderful um, since they can be so they can be microcast basically they can be on some really tiny topic, um, just some little micro thing. if you 're interested in goat raising i mean there 's someone somewhere who 's doing a podcast on goat raising. I'll let you know the devices that I use for my uh, podcasts now. I have a uh, Sansa E200 series MP3 player, which I've Rockboxed. Um, If you haven't used Rockbox before, um, check it out. You can add all kinds of interesting stuff, different codecs, video playback, and uh, to devices that have just crummy, crummy firmware. So I'll put a link to Rockbox in the show notes. Those uh, E200s of that type run about 20 bucks or so off eBay last time I looked. The next player I have is an iPod Mini 4 gig, which I got for about $23 on eBay. Normally they go for about 40 but I got it for about $23 because uh, it had a dead battery. So I bought a little $6 battery shipped and opened up the case and threw in the battery, and she's been working just fine for about two years. That's also rock boxed, by the way. And even though it's a black-and-white, low-res screen, it can actually play back video. You can play back MPEGs, Uh on the on the Mini, which it was never designed to do. And play, you know, Doom on it if you want. But the player that gets the most airtime over the last couple of years has been my phone. Whether I did this on a Palm phone, a Palm Trio 650, um, on various kinds of Windows hardware, uh Windows. Mobile um, SDA and MDA uh, dash, which I loved. That T-Mobile dash looks like a, a, a Blackberry, and a, and it's just a fantastic little, uh, fantastic little phone. Uh, it's about 50 bucks. With all of those tools, I used a, uh, a Bluetooth redirect application that would take normal phone audio and and send it over the SCO, which is the standard mono phone call in your ear channel of a 10 dollar Bluetooth. Uh, earpiece. So, uh, but I eventually traded in all of those, and now I'm using an Android device. Currently using a G1, although I have a uh, Optimus T on the way from eBay. I use a tool called Super Mono BT, I think is what it's called. is about $3 these days, which traps the uh, audio and sends it over the Bluetooth earpiece. So I probably uh, do that at least two or three hours a day. I use the music app in my Android phone, but I don't know how stock it is because it's the one from CyanogenMod, and I know that they've made some tweaks to it. The things I especially like about it, and I don't know if this is hacked or if this is normal, is when the phone is locked, when the display is locked, you can can hold the up or down volume buttons, and it will go to the next track or to the previous track. So if I'm listening to a podcast and I hear the first few seconds and I realize, you know, this particular episode is not a topic I'm interested in. Just hold down that volume button and it goes goes to the next one and no no time wasted also, uh, there is a lock screen widget which the screen is locked, but you turn it on and you get the unlock screen. It actually has a pause pause play toggle and a forward and back and I hope that that's built into vanilla android I don't know I've only been using Sanogen mod. All right, let's take a look at the actual shows. I've got these divided up, some of them by the provider and some of them by content. So uh, the first one I'll say is that there's a few shows I listen to from the BBC. Um, BBC has a long history with radio, high-quality radio. Um, They've just started a a recent series called, like, A History of Whatever in However Many Objects. So, for example, one that I'm listening to right now is a History of Mozart in a Dozen Objects. And what they do is, is each episode is on a... Separate physical object that has some tie-in to Mozart's life, and and uh, you know piano or whatever, and they'll spend 20 minutes talking about it, how it fits into the story, um, how the where the object is now, how it uh, how it functioned then, how it functions now, what the technology was. Uh, it's really an interesting uh, approach to doing history. I thought. Kind of reminds me of that James Burke connections stuff. But uh, they're doing one now called like a brief history of mathematics. They did a history of the world and 100 objects, or I think a history of Western civilization and 100 objects. You know, they might start with the Venus of Willendorf or whatever. Good stuff. Another show that I get off of BBC is called Americana, which is basically a British take on American culture and events. So if you are an American listener of the Hacker Public Radio show, you might be interested to uh, hear the viewpoint of uh, British folks on the American scene here on the ground. I think it's extremely interesting. I also listen to In Our Time, which is a show with Melvin Bragg, and he normally invites on several academics and they discuss histor- historical topics, um, but it's not it's not super dense. Um, it is uh, usually accessible to the interested layman you won't get bogged down i mean they'll it's actually a something that normal people could listen to if you're interested in history um so i, I think that's really quite good on that same vein there's a, another show called thinking aloud and another show called analysis and i think both of those are worth a look and i would be remiss if i did not mention the archers the archers is the longest running drama of any kind anywhere in the world apparently Uh, broadcast drama, I should say, and it just went through in January, its 60th year of being on the air. Um, The Archers is a 10-minute show, six days a week, and it's, I don't want to say soap opera, but it's a serialized drama uh, in this little semi-rural town. It's a good show, it really is, and I, I don't like dramas for the most part. I don't like modern TV dramas, and there's Not much at all radio drama to speak of anymore. But this is really worth the 10 minutes a day. Um, A lot of interesting characters. Some people that you'll recognize from, like, uh, British sitcoms and and things like that. Pull down a 10-minute episode and see if you like it or not. Um, I've been listening about a year, and I really like it. Across the pond over here on uh, our side, I also listen to the CBC and a couple of different shows that I listen to, uh, would be ideas and ideas tends to be a more academic abstract show, uh, probably less accessible to laymen, but HPR listeners, I think have the raw horsepower to hold on tight and, uh, and not get thrown by that horse. Uh, but if you have an interest in, um, like intellectual history or philosophy and that kind of thing, um, I would say ideas is a a neat thing to listen to. CBC also has a show called Listener's Choice, which is um, shows that are voted on by the listeners, and so basically you get uh, the most popular show of the day, or I think it's maybe the week, I don't remember. There is a track of the day, CBC track of the day, and it is a new song, uh, five days a week I think, and there's a little intro, they have different people hosting it, and they list a song that they really like. And I would say that most of it I don't like, but, the sh- but each segment is only three or four minutes long. It's the length of a, sh- of a song, so if you don't like the song, just fast forward to the next one and keep on going. I have found some really great stuff uh, on that show, though. The last CBC show I'll bring up is Quirks and Quarks, uh, which is uh, a kind of a pop science show out of Canada. It's a weekly show, so you'll be familiar with the water cooler discussion about what's happened in the week, science-wise, at least the important stuff. Um, they have a; it's about an hour long, I think, maybe an hour and a half, and uh, they have many segments, all not all of which I'm interested in. So they have a regular feed and a segmented show feed, which is each one of the segments of the show um, is sent out as a separate MP3 file. So if you don't like that topic, you just hit. You know, fast forward, and it goes, and next we do, you know, why whales sleep on the bottom of the ocean or whatever? And and so you can just kind of find one that you like. On to NPR. Uh, NPR shows that I listen to are Planet Money, first of all. Amazing, amazing show. And I don't even like finance. But they really go out of their way to make it understandable and make it interesting. Some of the best radio I have heard in the last year has been on Planet Money. If you take one suggestion from this little episode I'm doing right now, is go download a Planet Money episode and see if you like it, because I think it's fantastic. Uh, Before Planet Money, uh, for several years now, there's been a show called Marketplace, and it has a lot to do with the stock market and stuff, but usually at the beginning of each of the half-hour shows, they discuss something that's happening in the economy and how it relates um, to... To reality around us, for example, they might talk about you know bacon uh, at the store and how bacon prices are fluctuating, and then trace that back through you know hog belly futures and the price of corn going up because something happened over here, you know. So the price of, of pork just kind of flows all the way through the system. So they'll they'll take you through that whole thing, and and uh, I feel like I understand the financial news better. Um, having listened to Marketplace. Freakonomics Radio is another podcast on on NPR and if you like the Freakonomics book or column, you would want to pick up Freakonomics Radio. Um, It's not super regular. I don't know if it's every week or not. I I don't hear it that often, but it's usually quite good. Here's another one I'll throw at you. It's um, kind of a fluky deal. It's called The Business from NPR. And uh, it's about the Hollywood business. Now, I'm not a big movie person. I haven't gone to the movie in years. But they dissect the underlying economics behind movies. You know, who gets hired for these roles? Uh, how do movies make profits or not make profits? How, how does that whole thing work money-wise? And I just think that's completely fascinating. I listened to a few political podcasts. Most of them tend to be um, shows with several people on them and they discuss them, kind of like the Sunday morning panel shows. I don't particularly like one guy ranting type shows. The first one I listen to is a Cato daily podcast, C-A-T-O, and um, it's from the Cato Cato Foundation. And I think that they are center-right libertarian Austrian economic types. I find some interesting insight there. Some some of it frustrates me, but uh, I think it's worth listening to, certainly for free. Uh, the next one is KCRW's uh, Left, Right, and Center, which has traditionally three or four people from all across the spectrum. There's also a show called It's All Politics on NPR with a couple of guys, and it's really funny. Um, it's insightful, but it's also just a lot of fun to listen to. So I'd pull down a test, test show of that and see if you like it. Under tech, I listen to Android Central Podcast, which is a pretty good uh, show about Android platform. I listen to This Week in Google, which is from Leo Laporte, and he has the delightful Gina Drapani on there, uh, and some other people I don't remember kind of come and go, but uh, I think it's good uh, on keeping track of kind of googly stuff and also uh, cloud computing in general, so I think it's a good show. I listen to Autoblog, which is the Autoblog.com podcast and it is fantastic about cars. Um, Good dynamics between the people, they know what they're doing, they enjoy it. Uh, If you have any interest at all in, in cars, I would check out Autoblog. On the Linux front, I listen to Linux Outlaws. If you haven't heard it before, it is a German fellow and a fellow from the UK and they record shows over Skype. They tend to be quite long, over an hour, once a week, uh, but it can be very, very good. It can also be a little frustrating. Both Dan and Fab, the hosts, um, have Identica accounts, but be careful if you subscribe to Fab, which is at FabSH, because the guy dents like a madman, and you'll have fifty things an hour from him, so I never could stay subscribed. And also, here's a delightful a little technical podcast out of the University of Houston. It's called Engines of Our Ingenuity, and it's a little like sixty-second, ninety-second podcast most every day, and it's about like engineering, the history of engineering, and and devices that have changed uh, how we live our life. It's good stuff. All right, I have a miscellaneous column here. Uh, the first one in my miscellaneous column is called New Books in History, and um it's by a history professor, and he is generally speaking interviewing other history professors about historical books and publications. Now, sometimes he interviews popular non academic historians but unless you are interested in the academic side i would say this is probably not for you if you are interested in academic history then this is uh, interesting he tips his hand and discusses a lot of what happens in academic publishing and how things work you know in the faculty and the politics of being in a university uh interesting stuff perhaps the most famous podcast on my list now is the ted talks uh ted which i think is techn- technology entertainment and design um, usually short, 10-15 minute talks uh, from interesting uh, people around the world, and I would say that that a good number of those are really, really interesting. The um, the deal with TED Talks is a little odd because you know they won't won't post anything for a month and then just dump 20 or 30 shows on you at once, and you wake up and you've got an extra 500 megs of show space on your drive, but uh, but certainly worth listening to. There's a couple of chicken podcasts I listen to. One of them is called Bucky Because Backyard Chicken Podcast. And the other one is called The Chicken Whisperer, like the horse whisperer, only with chickens. And so uh, if you are interested in backyard chickens, that might be something to listen to. If you have ever looked at the fantastic magazine out of Britain called The Economist, then you will be gratified to know that there is a free podcast available from them, and they put out a couple of shows a week. Really solid and interesting stuff. Um, I cannot afford a, a subscription to The Economist. It's something like $300 a year, but I do tag along with the free podcast. Absolutely worth the disc space. The some of it is about economics. Some of it is about doing business in different European cities. Just really, really interesting. The last podcast I'll tell you about is called The Survival Podcast. It's named a little funny. It's not what you would think of when you think of like those crazy survivalist people. It's more about like emergency preparedness and self-sufficiency. Um, his motto is something like helping you live a better life if things get bad or even if they don't. So it's kind of like living like a Boy Scout, you know? Um, just being prepared and, and uh, thoughtful about how you do things and planning ahead and Traditional skills like fire making and canning, preserving, smoking, uh, dehydrating, uh, gardening, permaculture, uh, aquaculture, small animal husbandry, in, you know rabbits, chickens, ducks, those kind of things, uh, hunting, fishing, cooking, those kinds of things. Uh, basically just skills for living. If you'd like to know more about the preparedness scene without getting involved in all the kind of whack job politics, um, check it out. I think you'll like it. All right, well, that is what is on my MP3 players, in this case, my Android device. And I appreciate you listening, and I hope it gave you some leads or some ideas about interesting things that you could listen to. Thanks. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to Hack Republic Radio. HPR is sponsored by caro.net, so head on over to caro.net for all your hosting needs.